Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. Still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed me yet.
Bless you, children of God. I do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our strength, and our Redeemer. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide Headquarters, Kinston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you once again to another edition of Living the Word, a place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over the world. We bless God for another day added to our lives in the land of the living. We thank God could have taken us in our sleep last night, but God still has work for you and for me to do. If you ever wonder why are you still here in this life? Why did you open your eyes in the land of the living? It's because God has something he wants you to do. He has something he wants me to do. He has some lives for us to touch, some places for us to go. Some, some, there is work for you and I in the kingdom. You ever wonder why you up under the apostles' doctrine first thing in the morning? It's because God is preparing you and he is preparing me for works of service. Understand, my brother and my sister. God is either preparing us for work or he's putting us to work. My encouragement to you, my encouragement to me, may we be busy with what God has put us here for, not be sidetracked, not be distracted. We have been put here to do, to say, to be a specific Thing. Our creator has put you here to do a job. Put me here to do a job. May we do it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Children of God, we're going to turn briefly to the book of Proverbs. Chapter 29. With a special focus on verse 25. Proverbs. Chapter 29 with a special focus on verse 25. Solomon writes to you and me, fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. We're going to work from a theme this morning, children of God, fear of man Fear of man 
Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, thank you this morning, Father. Thank you for life. Thank you for health. Thank you for strength. Thank you, Father, for all that you have done for us, your little children. You didn't have to do it, Father, but you did. You have blessed us in the city. You have blessed us in the country. You have blessed us in America. You have blessed us in Africa. You have blessed us in Europe. You have blessed us in Asia, the Middle East. Father, we give you maximum praise, maximum glory, maximum honor. We just want to say thank you, Father. We just want to appreciate and reverence your holy name. Father, thank you for not dealing with us as our sins require, as our sins deserve. Thank you for being patient with us and being merciful till we become all that you want us to become. And until we do all that you want us to do, we just want to say thank you. Father, as we study your holy scriptures today. Pray, Father, that you make us men and women, boys and girls who rightly divide your word of truth. Make us, Father, not have to be ashamed. Help us, Father, to understand your deep mysteries that you have kept hidden from the wise and learned, but you've told us in your word, you revealed them to us, your little children. Take us deep, Father, in your storehouse of wisdom that we may apply and do things that are pleasing in your sight. We know that time is drawing near. The sky will soon roll up like a scroll. Jesus Christ, the only begotten son will appear. Every eye shall see him. Father, we want to be ready for that great and terrible day. Once again, we thank you, Father. We trust that you are going to do these things for us. Give us our sins and our faults and our flaws as we forgive those who have sinned against us. May your name be praised. May your name be glorified. May your name be uplifted. These and all of the blessings we ask and we count done in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. Let God's people say amen. Amen and amen. Fear of man one of the biggest deceptions in humanity is that fear is an emotion you know because fear is so common among us as human beings many people think that it is supposed to be so you know uh, that is one of the things that the adversary works to accomplish in humanity he works 
for things to be so common that we don't even think anything is wrong with them. And what the Lord is flashing in my spirit is he's, he's flashing homosexuality in Sodom and Gomorrah. Homosexuality was so common and so popular and so prevalent that the men of Sodom and Gomorrah didn't even think it abominable to want to gang rape the angels that were in the form of men that came to see Lot and his family. They didn't even think it was abominable. They didn't even think it was anything wrong with it. The adversary wants you and I to be so deep in sin and for sin to be so deeply ingrained in us that we don't even think anything is wrong with it. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, is that we will be sensitive to the Spirit of God so that we do not become insensitive to sin. We will be sensitive to the Spirit of God. Understand something, my brother and my sister. God is very sensitive to sin. Anywhere he sees it, anywhere he discerns it, anywhere he, he, God, because God hates it so much. And he wants you and I to have the same attitude, the same disposition toward this thing called sin. The reason why people are sent to hell is because of an improper dealing with this thing called sin. Sin, if we deal with it right, we can be saved eternally. Sin, if we deal with it wrong, we can be lost eternally. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice today, may you and I deal properly with this thing called sin unrighteousness, transgression of God's law. Fear has become so popular and so prevalent, much like homosexuality in Sodom and Gomorrah, that we don't even see many of us sin as being an offensive thing. But I want to encourage you today, my brother and my sister, God says about fear. See, we can't depend on what men and women say about anything. Now, we see it today in our politics. The Democrats are saying one thing. The Republicans are saying another thing. The progressives are saying another thing. You turn on Fox, who, is, who are pro-Republicans. They got one spin on things. You turn on CNN, which is pro-Democrats. They have another spin on things. We cannot depend on the word of man because man can and will and does do something that God cannot, will not, and never does, and that is lie. God cannot, will not, and never does lie. Men can, will, and do lie every day. Fear. Understand that regardless of how popular it is, I, I heard one very popular basketball player, African-American, in regards to uh, some of the 
treatment that police have been giving to some African Americans throughout this great country. He said, we're afraid. Black people, we're afraid. And I, in my mind, I was like, who, who, who are you talking about? Because I'm black. I'm not afraid. The Bible tells us that rulers hold no terror to those who do right, but to those who do wrong, be afraid. So understand that fear is not even supposed to be a part of you and I who do right. I want to encourage you, my brother and my sister, that a ruler hold no terror for those who do right. Rulers hold terror to those, have terror to those who do wrong. Now, if you're doing wrong, if you plan on resisting arrest and not following instructions and not listening to the commands of the police officer, then you need to be afraid. The Bible says in Romans 13, for he bears not the sword for nothing. Well, that was 2,000 years ago. Military and police and soldiers were carrying the sword. Today, they're carrying nine millimeters. They're carrying uh, 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 stun guns. They're carrying, they don't have this stuff for nothing. They have this stuff for when you and I don't want to follow instructions. You don't want to be afraid. The Bible says, follow instructions. Do what is right. Follow instructions. We don't have to march up and down the street. We don't have to have a vigil. We don't follow instructions. And see, that's what many of us as African-Americans don't want to do. It's not just the police we don't want to listen to. Many of us as African-Americans, we don't want to listen to our, our parents. Many of our African-American wives, you don't want to listen to your husband. Many African-American men, you don't want to listen to God. Well, we're just a people that want to be rebel. Many of us. So for those of us that don't want to do what's right, which is follow instruction the bible says be afraid that's you you afraid yes well that that's exactly where you should be but for those of us who want to do what is right which is obey them that have rule over you whether it's parents over children whether it's police over citizens whether it is uh coaches over the basketball team, follow instructions. Obey them that have rule over you, whether it's pastors over congregations, whether it's apostles over pastors, follow instructions. I was, the Lord keeps flashing in my spirit. One of our TCCCW bishops in Kumasi, Ghana, a great sprawling city. In fact, I look forward to visiting with those saints again, as they have been asking for me. I shared a prophecy with them about two years ago that has come to pass and they were rejoicing and they were happy. Bishop Seth contacted me and told me, Daddy, God has done it and we rejoice and thank God. He said, the saints want to see you again. That prophecy you gave regarding giving God a larger container. You know, he has uh, fulfilled it and he has 
manifest this. So we, we were rejoicing. But what the Lord is flashing in my spirit, and some of you that are worshiping with us on uh, Facebook, you see the picture that I have put as my main profile picture. It is me with about 20, 25 ministers, Bishop Seth, who is our bishop in Kumasi, Bishop Peter, who is our bishop in uh, Accra, Ghana, uh, along with uh, a few of the other pastors. But you will see about 20 young men with clergy collars on, dark suits. These are uh, many of our ministers there in Kumasi. About 20, 25 of them, young men. I, 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 I wish that I had our young men like that here in America, but Lord said, Robert, a prophet is with Alana in his own country. Now, some of you, especially some of my students, former students out there, you all would follow me in athletics now, in sports, in track, in basketball, and uh, uh, volleyball, oh, you all would get behind me and would be just like those young men and women in Kumasi, Ghana. Have on the, the, the uniforms all looking good and all in order. You all would do that with me in sports, but many of you are not willing to do that with me in my new profession, preaching and teaching the word of God. And that's all right. I understand because I understand what the the word of God says, even Jesus was not accepted in his own hometown. Kingston is my hometown. But in other countries, in other nations, thank you, Holy Spirit, in other kindreds, with other tongues, the way many of you, my former athletes, followed me in sports and were successful and were blessed, Many other people throughout the world in different countries are following me in the gospel and are being successful. So you see that picture, about 20, 15, 20 young men, dark suits, clergy collars on. There are many of our young pastors and, and ministers and preachers and teachers in Kumasi, Ghana. Now, in sports, or in my health and physical education classes, many of you all as my former students were so obedient. It amazed many of the other teachers at the high school that we worked at. But I'm again, I'm not saying that in ministry. Well, in ministry, this is how many of the young men and young women are in regards to me, in regards to what God is giving me to do and to be in their life, this is how many of them are in regards to ministry. The way you all were blessed in athletics is the way many of them are blessed in the word of God and in the, the things of God. Very obedient young men and young women who are seeing the blessings and the benefits of obedience manifesting in their lives. 
Understand something, my brother and my sister. The adversary does not want you, does not want me to be obedient to those that have rule over us, to be obedient to those in authority, because as long as we are not obedient to those that are in authority in our life, then he can keep the curses of God can remain glued to us and can stick to us. But when we become obedient, obedient sons to their parents, obedient daughters to their parents, obedient uh, students to their teachers, obedient workers to their to their supervisors, then God is able to lift the curse. See, some of us are praying for God to lift the curse of the corona plague. But what really needs to happen as well is the curse of disobedience that many of us as a people are experiencing in this great country. When we do things like God wants them done, like God says do them, God is able to lift the curse. God said, Robert, I can put the curse on you and I can lift the curse. When you don't do what I'm telling you, God says, I'll put the curse on you. When you do what I'm telling you, God says, I will lift the curse. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice today. May God lift every curse in our life. May our obedience, our submission, our willingness to do what the Lord is asking us to do. May it prompt God to, to lift every curse in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So fear, fear. Now I will have to connect my headset. Uh, forgive me, saints, I did not charge it as I should have yesterday. <clears throat> and it is trying to go dead on me. But we have to finish this message today in the name of Jesus Christ. trouble with that. All right, we'll just go as long as we can. Uh, fear. As we look at our 
scripture for today. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. The Spirit of God encourages you and me to do just the opposite of what many men and women want us to do. Many men and women want us to be afraid of them. But God encourages us to be afraid of him. And that is a reverent fear. And God, in essence, says to us, don't be afraid of man. See, at worst, men can kill us if God allows. That's that's the worst that they can do to us. The Bible says Jesus told the people of his day, fear not him which has the power to kill the body after that can do no more, but rather fear him, which after killing the body or fear the one, capitalized in, in your scripture, which after killing the body has power to cast both soul and body into hell. That's whom to fear. Now, the only one that has the power after killing us to cast both our soul and our body into hell is God. Not men, not women, not governments, not the only one that has the power after killing us. Now, men, God may allow men and women to kill us, but God will not allow men and women to kill us and cast our soul into hell. Men and women don't have that kind of power. Never will, saith the Lord, never have and never will. So God encourages and instructs us not to be afraid. Not to be afraid of those who can kill the body and after that can do no more. So I want to encourage you today, my brother, encourage you today, my sister. See, this thing called fear, be very careful with it. The wrong fear and the wrong one that you're fearing can cause your life to be in turmoil. Fear of man will cause your life to be in turmoil. And this is what one of our great athletes here in the U.S. in essence says, that we're afraid. We're afraid of man. Well, fear of man, God says that will prove to be a snare. A snare is a trap. So that's a trap. Fear of man is a trap. But whoever, but look at the, 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 the proper way. But the Bible says, whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. I want to encourage you, my brother and my sister, trust in the Lord. Don't fear man. Fear man is a, is a trap. It's a snare. It's a way to get your eternal soul sent to hell. But trusting in the Lord will cause you to be kept safe. Now, it may cause you and I to get killed in this life. It may cause you and I to be persecuted or cause you and I, it may, it may. But our eternal life will be kept safe. Our eternal life 
will be rewarded. Trust in the Lord. Now, God does not promise that when we trust in him that we won't experience some negative things in this life. But what he lets us to know is that our eternal life, our afterlife, the next life, everything will be just fine. Trust in the Lord. Now, as we look at um, Proverbs chapter 29, I saw this verse one and it was in my spirit to share with you all. See, this is one of the reasons why people are afraid of other people, are afraid of man. Bible says whoever remains stiff necked. It's because you want to remain stiff necked. This is one of the reasons why why uh, many African Americans are dying at the hands of the the police or different ones because because we want to remain stiff necked or hard headed. The Bible says, see see see, what's what is is amazing me is how the Bible is not being looked at in all of this and how the the. the the race relations in this country could be solved by on black on the side of blacks and on the side of whites with a, uh, an obedience to the word of God. On both sides, there is no problem in humanity in creation that cannot be cleared up with obedience to God's word. Bible says whoever remains stiff necked. Now we have to ask ourselves a question as a people: Have we been stiff necked? Have we been stiff-necked in our schools, in our families, in our Have we? That's a simple question. It's a yes or no question. Have we been stiff-necked? If so, then this scripture is talking to us. Whoever, the Bible said it doesn't matter what robber, whether they're black, whether they're white, whether they're young, whether they're old, whether they're rich, whether they're poor. Whoever remains stiff Neck, my prayer for you, my prayer for me. May we not remain stiff neck. Maybe we were, maybe we have been, maybe we made that mistake, but may we not remain stiff neck after many rebukes. Rebukes are the things that come to turn us and to lead us in another direction to being stiff necked and leading us to another direction than being hard headed. But if we want to remain, whoever remain stiff-necked after many rebukes, watch this, will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. God said without, without remedy, nobody going to be able to help you. No, nobody going to be able to, if you remain stiff-necked, God says, I'm going to see to it that you are destroyed. People, a family, a ministry, a pastor, and unsa whoever, God says whoever. So I encourage you, my brother, I encourage you, my sister, let us not remain stiff-necked. Let us not be stiff-necked in the first place. See, God does not want you and me to be stiff-necked in the first place. I don't want to stop ministering. I've got to to connect this headset 
children of God. not want to stop ministering. I would have had to stop ministering if I could not connect this headset, but the Spirit of God has some things he wants to share. So we don't want to, to be stiff-necked in the first place, but we definitely, you know, being stiff-necked and remaining stiff-necked are two different things. Being stiff-necked or being hard-headed can get you and I in a spot of trouble. Remaining stiff-necked can get you and I, thank you, Holy Spirit, in a world of trouble. So let us not be stiff-necked in the first place, but if we happen to slip into that or we happen to, God said, all right, all right now, but let us not remain stiff-necked because remaining stiff-necked after many Rebukes will cause a sudden destruction of you and me. So what we want to do, children of God, you know, we want to we want to be uh, pliable. That is a term that Christians want to keep in mind, being pliable. God wants you and I to be pliable. In other words, words be able to bend be able to stretch be able to to take on a different shape or take on a different position see this is the way god is able to correct us and god god doesn't see we don't want to get stiff now now what the lord is flashing in my spirit we're doing some work here at the christian center church worldwide we're putting down a um, linoleum rug. But one of the instructions, they told me to go in any place that was low or any place that was not level. I had this substance that I, that I was to put and cover the low areas or the, the areas that needed to be brought up. Make a long story short. The substance was very pliable as long as it was fresh. But once it set for a while, it became very stiff, very immovable. So they encourage you to do all your shaping of the the substance while it is fresh, while it is while it is wet because once it stiffens up it is very difficult to try and move. Well, God wants us to be like the substance when it is fresh. You can shape it. You can mold it. You can make it. You can do all that. But once it stiffens up, see what does the Bible say? It's if you remain stiff-necked after many rebukes. See, when this substance gets stiff, sometimes you have to throw away what what has been put on because you can't you can't change it you can't 
molded or shape it. God wants to be able to mold you. God wants to be able to mold me so that he can make us into what he wants, not what we want. One of the, one of the mistakes that people make in this life is trying to be what they want instead of trying to be what God wants. My prayer for every soul that is under the sound of my voice this morning. May you and I not be what we want, but may you and I be what God wants. Hold on, children. and I not be what we want, you know, but may you and I be what God wants. Um, and the Lord is placing in my spirit to share this with you all. Uh, yesterday, the Lord was dealing with me about our will our will as human beings. Now, I think I shared with you all a few days ago, we're made up of spirit, soul, and body. Now, spirit, soul, and body, uh, each one of these parts is also
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.